الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته my beloved brothers and sisters welcome again to a new episode from the Tartil podcast where we will inshallah ta'ala share some benefits together and reminders inshallah azza wa and where we normally start off with a uh, question from one of the callers, inshallah ta'ala, um, so that we can maybe take some benefit from the question and from the brothers or sisters that call in, as well as inshallah ta'ala trying to uh, like, take the benefits from it, re- uh, remind ourselves and you, my brothers and sisters, of anything that we can work on to improve our Qur'an. Today our question is actually um, a message, inshallah ta'ala, and the question says, I've started reading Quran recently and I can now read fluently. When do I know when it's the best time to start memorizing? Um, the Quran, my brothers and my sisters, it doesn't have, of course, a uh, best time, of course, to start. It's it's just start. However, um, depending on your level, sometimes it's not the best thing to start memorizing if you are very uh, uh, basic or, or if you are at the a very like if you if you are if you cannot read quran properly except actually is that i wouldn't tell you to not memorize but i would tell you to actively memorize after you become a bit uh, uh, fluent in reading the quran um that doesn't mean you should not memorize before that no uh, if anything it is better for you to memorize than to not memorize but there is a memorization style, as one of the actually Huffaz, I think, mentioned, I can't remember which one it was, uh, mentioned that they started Hifaz in what is known as the way of Talqeen. So they will, Talqeen uh, is basically where somebody is reading to you and you are repeating after them without actually uh, looking and reading uh, something. You are just repeating and imitating someone. And that is uh, the way that is called talqeen, and it's a very good way of memorizing. And before, in some places, especially in the non-native Arabic-speaking countries, they used to use this. And I would tell you to definitely use this for at least the surahs that you're going to be reciting in your salah, because you do not want to not have memorized anything, um, and then you do not read anything, of course, in salah. So try and memorize as much as you can in talqeen, and in parallel... Learn and practice how to um, read, inshallah ta'ala, uh, Qur'an. And as you are learning and reading, and of course you need to have a teacher, very, very important uh, note for everyone, make sure you always have a teacher that you are going to meet a couple of times, few, four, five times a week, or at least once a week, where you prepare some homework and some uh, tasks in regards to reading and memorizing the Qur'an and revising, and you sit with this teacher and read to them. Uh, this will help you a lot and it will make you, you know, uh, like it's challenging yourself and you are determined and you have a deadline to meet, inshallah ta'ala. Um, so when you are reading to a teacher and you are also memorizing in the way of talqeen because you are still not very fluent in reading and you don't want to memorize something incorrectly. So you are memorizing and taking baby steps in talqeen, in just repeating after your teacher. And in the same time, you are practicing with your teacher how to get more fluent in reading. There is a stage where your teacher should tell you okay, now you can start to actively memorize. So your memorization should become much more and you should be able, and that will come with a bit of fluency in reading. It doesn't have to be so fluent, 
but there should be a good level of fluency and more importantly than the actual fluency is a bit of fluency with very good pronunciation of letters and a reasonable uh, um, or more than reasonable a bit <laughs> um, uh, level of applying the rules of tajweed inshallah ta'ala so that when you memorize you haven't memorized it incorrectly inshallah ta'ala and every time uh, because actually when you memorize something and you read it to your teacher and you are corrected you will remember your mistake better and quicker and you will improve much quicker than when you are reading to your teacher by looking and you haven't memorized what you ha what you are reading because when you're reading to your teacher what you have not memorized and you get corrected, it's harder to remember it. But if you've memorized something and you get corrected on that, you will not forget, hopefully, if you are, inshallah, <coughs> determined and really want to improve, you will not forget that mistake that the teacher has given you, inshallah ta'ala. So I would say that is the best stage for you to actively and very, like, yani, really indulge into the memorization of the Quran. However, you should start memorizing the Quran as soon as that comes to you, inshallah ta'ala, and you want to. And uh, you should, in a way, inshallah ta'ala, then start. Even in any way, talqeen, by hearing, listening. But make sure you start. And then, in parallel, improve yourself in tajweed, in the letters, in the refluency of recitation. Then you can do it much more actively, inshallah, or actively, inshallah ta'ala. I hope this answered the questions, inshallah ta'ala. This makes me, inshallah ta'ala, move on to, um, subhanAllah, something I wanted to mention. Um, when it comes to the fluency of reading or not is the uh, a hadith of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that's why I was saying whether you want to uh, recite, memorize, or revise, uh, but what everyone should do is recite the Qur'an and never leave reciting the Qur'an in any day of your life. And it brings me to the hadith of the Rasul, of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he says, مَثَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِ الَّذِي يَقْرَأُ الْقُرْآنِ مثل المؤمن الذي يقرأ القرآن كمثل الأترجة ريحها طيب وطعمها حلو أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم that the like of the believer that recites the Quran is the like of the fruit I think it's called the citrus it has a nice fragrant smell or fragrant smell and it also tastes very sweet so it has a beautiful smell and it tastes sweet. And this can be taken in many different ways. Firstly, the, the person that is a, a, a believer and recites the Quran, he firstly benefits himself. There will be of benefit from himself, from the reward, from the barakah, the blessing, uh, the, the, the happiness, the pleasure in reciting the Quran. Um, the uh, subhanallah, uh, the, 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 the many benefits that one gets for himself. But not only this, he is of benefit to those around him that listen and enjoy his recitation and benefit from his recitation. So this is the top level that Rasulullah described. Yeah, which is the believer that recites the Quran. And some of the ulama say that the, he the, the, the recites here, meaning that he learns and he became professional in reciting the Quran. Then the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he continues and he mentions and he says, وَمَثَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِ الَّذِي لَا يَقْرَأُ الْقُرْآنِ And the like of the believer that does not recite the Quran, كَمَثَلِ التَّمْرَهِ لَا رِيحَ لَهَا وَطَعْمُهَا حُلُو That the like of the believer that does not recite the Quran is the like of the date 
it tastes sweet طعمها حلو وريحها ولا ولا ريحة لها it 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 tastes sweet but it does not have any smell and this is the second level where the Rasul mentions that the believer that doesn't recite the Quran he subhanallah is he benefits himself because he's a mu'min but he ha- he is of no benefit to those around him and those that they do not listen to him reading or benefit or enjoy his recitation and this doesn't only stop at the recitation of the Quran but it also it is to do with the dealings as well so if you were to deal with a believer that recites the Quran and he's active when a believer is reciting the Quran he should be acting upon it the akhlaq and the dealings that you will have with this person is much better than the believer that does not recite the Quran then the Rasul moves on to the next category which is the where we start becoming more dangerous here and this is when the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa he says وَمَثَلُ الْمُنَافِقِ And the like of the hypocrite الَّذِي يَقْرَأُ الْقُرْآنَ And this one is the one that always shocks me and scares me and should scare every Muslim brother and sister. Is that the like of the hypocrite that recites the Qur'an. Imagine. So there is a hypocrite but he recites the Qur'an subhanallah. And this shocks me for two things and I will mention them inshallah. Is the like of the rayhan. كَمَثَلِ الرَّيْحَانَةِ طعمها حلون ولا سوري ريحها حلو وطعمها مر أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم that the like of the hypocrite that recites the Quran is like the basil it has a beautiful smell a nice smell but its taste is very bitter you will not be able to eat it but it smells lovely it's nice to have that uh, scent and fragrance subhanallah however why does this you know why is this so scary my brothers and my sisters because subhanallah the hypocrite recites the Quran so you may think okay look how beautiful this recitation is and you may even benefit from it subhanallah but he is of no benefit for himself because he holds in his heart kufr, the opposite of iman and this is dangerous my brothers and my sisters subhanallah because as a believer yes you will even the believer now the, the category before this was the believer that does not recite the Quran he is a believer so he's going to be in all cases better than the munafiq because he's a believer in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But as a believer, can you accept for yourself that you know that there could be a hypocrite out there? Yes, he's a hypocrite. He'll be in the hellfire if he doesn't return to Allah. But he's a hypocrite. And he recites the Quran. Subhanallah. He's reciting and uttering the word of Allah on his tongue. As a believer, how can you accept this? That you will allow or you know of a hypocrite that recites the Quran and you don't recite it yourself, subhanallah. This is a very dangerous uh, matter, subhanallah. Is that two things that that's number one? That how can he, a munafiq recite the Quran and you as a believer you, you are happy or you are relaxed and you're not stressed that you don't recite the Quran? And the second thing is that subhanAllah, there is hypocrites that would might recite the Quran, but they are of no benefit to themselves and they may seem and the outer look looks good and they have a beautiful recitation and so on and so forth. We ask Allah to forbid us from this and we must make sure we don't fall into that. That's the very scary part of us not make, making sure that we are not of those that are hypocrites, do not act upon the Quran, and we hold into our hearts kufr. And the last category, inshallah ta'ala, is the, what the Rasul mentions and the like. And there is the hypocrite that does not recite the Quran. He is the like of uh, the hanzalah, which is a type of plant that grows in the deserts, flat on the floor, and it's round. It looks like an orange, kind of. And it does not have any smell and it is very bitter. 
And this is the like of that munafiq. We, of course, want to always aim to be of the first category, my brothers and sisters. This is like the last one is like the munafiq that is the like of the munafiq, the hypocrite that does not recite the Quran. He is of no benefit to himself and neither to others. And we ask Allah to forbid us from this category and the one before. And we ask Allah to, that we, are be, we be of the first category, inshallah ta'ala. And of those that are believing in Allah Azza wa Jal and always reciting and acting, acting upon the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I think we have another caller, inshallah ta'ala, uh, and that is our brother Hamad. Assalamu alaikum, brother Hamad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah, Shaykh. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm very well. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm well. I'm well. It's enjoying this nice weather, alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep you always happy and give us the joy of the weathers in all different uh, uh, times of the year that they come. Allahumma ameen. Ahlan wa sahlan, my brother Hamad. What would you like to share with us, my brother Hamad? So, um, just a brief background uh, to me. I- I've been on a hip journey for for um, majority of my life. Um, I have memorized, alhamdulillah, around 22 juz. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. And the, the predicament that I'm in, Sheikh, um, is, you know, Alhamdulillah, I don't struggle, for example, learning one page, two page, three page, you know, like new new lesson. But what yes. I struggle with is holding on to memorization of what I've already learned. Yeah, this so, is the struggle everyone, subhanAllah, has been talking about. Yes, subhanAllah. It's, it's, it's very, very hard. So I want to ask you advice on, on you know, how, how you can suggest I can keep on to my revision. Obviously, as much as it's a reason, we want to finish the Quran, I want to become half-filled completely but you know i feel like especially recently i put more um sort of um more time and effort into you know holding on to what i've already memorized um yeah but how, how would you suggest Sheikh, that i could i could sort of you know in- increase that Hamad, how old are you if you don't mind me asking i'm 23 23 rahman and when did you start your journey of memorization? You said that your entire life, so from childhood, taqreeb, bismillah. I would say I started it properly, um, you could say, when I'm about maybe 10 years old. Uh, that's when I started. Okay. But obviously with school, with, you know... Yeah, it was like more like the madrasa style, maybe. Yeah, completely madrasa. So like, for example, Monday to Wednesday, 5 to 7. You know, there's only so much you can do. And yeah, as I grew so up... Much, and, you get the, the, and you get the classrooms cramped and full of students. You can barely read well, your like, teacher. I told you, we had, we had almost 27 students in one class. Wow, wow. Subhanallah. Yeah, I mean, that is... I've, I've taught in some schools like this, subhanallah. And uh, unfortunately, there is only so much that the, the child can memorize and benefit from in regards to hifl I'm talking about. In yeah, such a yeah. short uh, period of time, with this amount of no, uh, number of students in one classroom, Subhanallah. Yeah, the, the um, that uh, I was, and just when I started my initially, like I finished five juz, so I finished up to sort of end of Maida. But believe oh, it or not, so you sure, st- but, did you start your memorization from Baqarah? I started from Baqarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mashallah. I didn't even know, for example, Well Fajr. I didn't know any of these surahs. I started Baqarah straight away, and then when I got Mashallah. to Maida, can you imagine, Sheikh? Wallahi, I didn't know any Tajweed. I didn't know my khadij was completely, completely, very, very bad. Like mm. when I told you, you know, well, for example, well, zalim. That is how Ooh. I used to. Yeah, no, no, no differentiation between ha, ain, nothing like that. Um, and then I, I left the madrasa setting, um, and I joined a new, uh, another teacher. It was one to one, basically. So just me yeah. and my dad. Um, and after he heard, <laughs> he asked me to recite for him. After he heard me read two ayat, he said, "Khala, stop there." 
because we're going to go right to the beginning alif bata we're going to fix from the <laughs> start from the qaida nuraniya all, all all over again literally, literally and this is when i'm like 14 15 years old he goes you've memorized what you've memorized alhamdulillah but we, you need to re-memorize everything applying the rules and with the makharij so that is why it's sort of delayed may allah reward him he has he has done you a big favor by, by, by Allah, doing and Allah, saying this Allah, alhamdulillah he, he he helped me a lot um and he taught me the, the rules of tajweed, uh, makhanij and everything. So essentially, that was the predicament I was in, hence why it, it took so long. But now, like I said, I'm struggling to to hold on to, to what I have memorized. And it's, it's sort of becoming... Are you, are you still memorizing at the moment or, or, or have you stopped? I've, for now, I've stopped. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm just trying and to... How long have you stopped for now? It's been about six how months. How long has it been, I mean? About six How months. long has it been since you've stopped? Six months. Six months, Allah. And in these six months, have you been revising? I've been trying to, yes. I've been trying to, yeah. Especially, you know, you know we have dips. For example, like when Ramadan came in, I was on it every single day. And after Ramadan, I was on it as well. And then slowly, slowly, life just came into it, work, etc. And it goes less and less and less and less. But And then the nice not... weather and chilling and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. SubhanAllah. No, so... so... Um, Subhanallah, you, you, part, uh, or some of what you are saying, by the way, reminds me wallahi, of my, my story because I didn't memorize the Quran like at one go. I memorized and then I stopped and I memorized and I stopped and at some stages I, was, I stopped for even longer than six months uh, in memorizing. Or if I was memorizing, I would do something very little, <laughs> Subhanallah. Yeah. Uh, and this is, uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not ideal and it's not the best thing, Subhanallah, to do, you know. However... Um, to have this drive in you and this feel of guilt and that need and want to complete the Quran is alhamdulillah that it's there and it has not died out. That's very important. Um, what I would say to you is that, and I've said this to many brothers and, uh, 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 before you and sisters, is that we should never ever stop uh, memorizing or revising. Because even, for example, in my times when I used to stop my hifad, I didn't stop my revision. I used to always revise um, especially Surah Al-Baqarah, I remember. Um, are, are you revising, you said, at the, uh, uh, the moment or not? As, as much as I can, more so it's for sort of like um, something my, my previous teacher implemented was that like regular reading. So even if I'm not doing, for example, just reciting what I have memorized just to try and retain it or listen to it, for example, when I'm driving to work, etc., etc. Yeah. I mean, definitely one thing I can say about myself is I definitely need to put more time in. Yeah, so you are not actively revising with a daily program. Some days you may revise, some days you, some days you, some days you don't. Is it? Exactly, 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 exactly. So I would really advise you, my my beloved brother, is to uh, number one, find yourself a teacher. Yes, yeah. and be with companions and people that will help you um, in your journey and that have the same goals as you in regards to the Quran. Because this really helps, you know, and it gives you that competition and that, you know, you want to be all of you on the same page and, uh, you know, it, it helps a lot. And I see it with my students that are, you know, friends and they all, mashallah, share this, you know, they, they, uh, they, they really like to compete in it and they encourage one another. And subhanAllah, honestly, I find this the sweetest, cutest, if I may say, most loving relationship that you can have and, and companionship. Is this uh, the, the companionship when you are and you with your close friends and brothers and sisters in Islam? Uh, uh, you know, on your journey to memorize the book of Allah and, and benefit and learn your deen and seek knowledge. So, do, uh, uh, um, find some good companions that you can be with. Find a good teacher that you will have to meet a minimum of once a week. 
so that you can read to that teacher. Okay. Yeah. So um, what I what I would recommend you to do is two things, or what, yeah, two things, is to meet this teacher and read to to the teacher two things: read your new hifz and read revision, so that yeah, you could yeah. have you could do a khatma and ijaza. So, for yeah, example, yeah. if you have reached juz 22, as you said, then start reading from juz 23, if you finish 22, to your teacher. Do maybe like five pages a week or however many pages you can do. And also yeah. start reading to him from Fatiha and Baqarah 10, 20 pages a, a, a week, if you can, in that same yeah. lesson. Okay. Yeah, and stay on this program, Akhir Habib, until you complete the Quran. Every day, make yourself, at, يعني, خلاص, you have that. And if you skip a day... You do not skip the day that you are going to meet your teacher. And you know that your teacher, and choose a teacher that's going to be strict, not a friend. Yeah? No, a teacher that's going to be strict and that's going to do muhasaba. He's going to be account, you're accountable towards, uh, uh, towards you and he's going to be very strict with you if you don't achieve the targets he gives you. This way you will always feel, inshallah ta'ala, especially at the beginning you need this. Later on, inshallah ta'ala, you will be, uh, uh, yani you will actually yourself start to ask for more time from the teacher, inshallah ta'ala. But it needs to, you need to take that step, you need to take that action and don't delay it. I hope, inshallah, straight after this uh, advice and this call uh, with you, inshallah, that you take action, you inshallah. start straight away your revision, straight away, and you set up with the teacher. And don't wait for the teacher, just start your revision and hifad, and Allah will get you the teacher, inshallah ta'ala. Amen, amen, inshallah. Inshallah ta'ala. And make sure your memorization and revision, as I've mentioned many times to others before you, is to keep them in parallel, okay? Do not choose one over the other, inshallah ta'ala, okay? Allah, yes, yes. Thank and you your much. revision, especially that you've memorized 22 juz, it has to be, يعني, you need to do a good amount daily. Yes, but if yes, it's very rusty and weak at the moment, start with less and start to increase it in every in each cycle that you do, inshallah, okay? Inshallah, inshallah. Thank you. Inshallah. May Allah bless you, brother Hamad. Yeah, Lovely to have you with us. And inshallah ta'ala. Um, I'm not sure if we have any uh, other callers, uh, inshallah ta'ala, or any hufad. But inshallah ta'ala, we will azza wa jal, uh, conclude with this uh, for today, inshallah ta'ala. To conclude, my brothers and my sisters, as we uh, noticed, subhanAllah, in many of the episodes that we were, uh, that we had, subhanAllah, a lot of, in fact, maybe, all almost the uh, callers that are asking questions are speaking or struggling with the matter of revision. The key, wallahi, in this is two things. Number one, repetition. And number two, the continuation and consistency. And this comes in the hadith of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he says, تَعَاهَدُوا الْقُرْآنِ وَتَعَاهَدُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ فَإِنَّهُ أَشَدُّ تَفَلُّتًا مِنَ الْإِبِلِ فِي عُقُلِهَا Excuse me. Uh, this means that keep consistent with the revision of Quran because it is easier to escape from one's mind or heart than it is for the camel to escape from the place you tie it. Because camel like is an animal that likes to be free, subhanAllah. And if you untie it or it gets untied, it will just run away and you, it will be very difficult to, to, to hold it or to bring it back. And, and subhanAllah, of course, the Rasulullah always gives examples in the hadith and many things we learn in the seerah. He gives examples to, think, to things that relate to the people he speaks to, uh, subhanAllah. So um, we must make sure, inshallah ta'ala, that we are always consistent in revising the Quran. We always ask and we will still ask that question, but the answer is actually with you. Is that, and you know it, it's just that you want that push and that encouragement, which is to continue to revise 
and uh, never let a day pass except that you revise what you have memorized inshallah ta'ala and the more you memorize the more your revision should increase also uh, 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 at the same time inshallah ta'ala um, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us all to be of those that will uh, always be consistent in revising the Quran inshallah ta'ala um, and trying to complete uh, a khatma uh, we should not you know leave the Quran to uh, like we shouldn't let a day pass without reciting the Quran and how much time does it take my brothers and my sisters even if you are not a person that memorizes the Quran you memorize at least some of the Quran make sure you revise those surahs and if even if you don't uh, memorize even though you will definitely memorize a bit but I mean always make sure you are reading the Quran and don't be a, a person subhanallah that the entire week passes and some of us even a month will pass and you did not uh, uh, complete the Quran subhanallah or two weeks or ten days or whatever the time is make sure you always have subhanallah some uh, time where you are actually pondering upon or reading the words of Allah so imagine some people they are Muslim and they believers and they will spend an entire year and they only read and the, all the words of Allah once in the month of Ramadan or some of them they don't even finish it in Ramadan and they spend the entire year and they have not actually uh, read and saw or looked and read the, 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 the entire book of Allah Azza wa Jal. How would the state of that person's heart be, my brother and my sister? May Allah forgive us and forgive our shortcomings. And this subhanAllah uh, reminds me of a story of one of the mashayikh, Sheikh Abd Rashid, when he was speaking to his father and he subhanAllah completes the Quran every seven days. And his father, I think, completes it every three days. So uh, he said to, uh, his father was asking him, how's your revision? And, and he said to him, Alhamdulillah, I finished the Quran every seven days. So his father actually had a go, go at him and he said, Subhanallah, you let a week pass before you come back to uh, uh, an ayah of the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yani, when I heard this story, subhanallah, you get shocked. What shall we th say, subhanallah, that us that are much uh, uh, or slack so much more and some of us months and years we don't subhanallah complete the whole Quran uh, khatma. make sure you are doing even by looking just do a revision and read it, uh, or a recitation of the entire book of Allah Azza once you finish one you start another one one cycle after another until you meet Allah why because you inshallah if you are doing this and you are reflecting and acting upon the Quran you can be a person of Quran and a companion of the Quran and the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he says iqra'ul Quran recite the Quran Recite the Quran because indeed on the day of judgment this Quran will come as an interceder for its companion. The companion is the one that's not letting a day pass except that they open the Quran and recite even if one ayah and try to reflect upon it and most importantly act upon it as we always say inshallah ta'ala. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless you all and to protect you all. I ask Allah azza wa jal that he reunites us in khair always. And I hope to see you guys again in khair soon, inshallah ta'ala. Until then, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.